This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Amazing people that aren't us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages coming in at the starting centre. She is six foot four inches tall. It's Kayla George. Hi, guys. What's going on? Uh, we are talking with Kayla George. She is the centre for the Opals basketball team. She plays for the Dallas Wings. Prior to that, Phoenix Mercury, currently featuring on some Melbourne team, but we'll leave that off the uh, resume because obviously <laughs> <coughs> Sydney's the better place to live. Uh, okay. I won't. This is a Sydney radio station. <laughs> I won't say anything about that, but I'm actually... I'm actually from Adelaide, so don't hold that against me. We would never do that. You're a professional basketball player. I mean, you've got some pretty impressive accolades. Silver at the FIBA World Cup Cup in Spain, bronze in Turkey, Asia Cup, you took home the bronze, gold at the Commonwealth Games. I mean, you've had a fairly impressive career for a 30-year-old. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, look, it's been a, a lot of hard work, but you know, all of that hard work really is worth like when you get to moments like, you know, beating Spain in Spain in front of 8,000 balloon fans to get into a gold medal game at a World Cup, you think, man, all those times I was crying or, you know, when things got really hard and I pushed through, that was kind of worth it, huh? So, I mean, I've definitely been really blessed um, to be in the positions I have been and, um, yeah, I'm definitely not ready to slow down yet. I know you said I was 30, so that was kind of scary, but that's actual fact. But I still feel like a young gazelle, so why not keep going until I can't go anymore? I love that. Um, do you... How does this start for you? I mean, are you a teenager who goes, oh, I'm like six foot and taller than everyone here, I should play basketball? <laughs> so I was actually a netballer first, so I played a bit of skirtball um, back when I was, you know, seven, eight, nine. And then when I was nine, a basketball coach approached mum was like, hey, your daughter's kind of lanky. Does she want to join in with my local team, the Zodiac? So I jumped on over and loved it. I loved that I could run anywhere on the court. I loved that I could bounce the ball. So I think that's when I was young, I think that was my mindset. Um and I'm kind of glad that I went down that route because, you know, basketball is an international game. I've been able to go on Olympics. You know, it's, it's, I've played overseas. I've lived and worked overseas. Like, it's been a really cool experience. I mean, I think one of the things about Australian women's basketball is world class, is that I yeah. think it's some of the best basketball in the world to watch. I lived in... Um, Phoenix for about five years, and I oh, used cool. to love going and seeing the Mercury. I mean, it's just uh, it, was it special getting an opportunity to then go from playing locally to then playing on a international stage in the WNBA? Oh, it certainly is, and I never took it for granted. You know, that league's the toughest in the world, and um, I was super fortunate to get three seasons there. Maybe another one. I don't know. I haven't really finished my my journey yet, but we'll see how that all crumbles. But um, yeah, I honestly, like, it was pretty spectacular to play against the best of the best in the world. And obviously, America's the pinnacle, and, you know, we're second in the world behind the USA national team, so us as the Aussies, but, you know, they're not unbeatable. We're certainly a strong country. They've got over 200 million people to choose from, so, you know, saying that first, we're still second, so still pretty good. Well, I was watching the WNBA finals, and uh, one of your uh, fellow uh, Opals players on the team, Liz Gambage, she was playing out of her mind. I mean, she was going toe-to-toe with the best in the world and putting up insane yeah. stats. Yeah, I mean, six foot eight and she's a hoop. So um, she uh, is probably, if not the best, one of the best in the world. So it's really exciting that we get to play with her in the national team. She's a huge addition for us, literally. And 
Um, and she's honestly just taking the world by storm. Um, good on her. Like, she's got a, a pretty big voice and she's not afraid to use it. And, um, yeah, that's just her whole vibe. I mean, this kind of must be exciting for you because, prior, you know, Lauren Jackson has been MVP of that league. I think Liz has shown that she has the ability to be the MVP of the WNBA. Is that you, like you said, number two in the world. There's a really, really good chance that you might end up in a gold medal round being the first Australian basketball team to take home a gold medal. I mean, that must be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It most definitely is exciting. But what we, uh, you know, we train for is just the, the process. But to have fun in the process, to work hard, have fun. And that's our culture with the Opals at the minute, you know, just to have work hard and have fun. Because when you're having fun, you play your best basketball. So um, for us, it's really an exciting time. There's a lot of hard work ahead of us. We're, we're not going to that at all. Second world doesn't mean anything. <laughs> You've got to really continue to, put, to um, you know, make waves and make sure we do in that gold medal work to do. And we've got, you know, less than a year into Tokyo. Um, but having someone like Liz on our side certainly doesn't um, certainly does help, you know. So, can you take us into like an average day for you? Sure. So, I just got back from a two-game road trip. We were in Adelaide and Bendigo. So today it's more. We just had weights this morning, and we have no on-court sessions today. But tomorrow, um, I'll have training in the morning from nine thirty to twelve thirty, and then. I'll have a massage and then probably just go to the park for the rest of the afternoon with my two huskies. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> um, but on a, if we hadn't just come back from a road trip, it would be training and then wait. So we yeah, would have a tiny little break to eat because you need to refuel again after a training to go to the next one and then we go to, to lift in the afternoon. So we do that twice a week. But the rest of the time it's just training once in the day and then we um, have you. Wednesdays off, depending on schedule. Um, yeah, I wake up, walk the dog, train, come home, walk the dogs, eat, go back to wait, come home, walk the dog. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> so the dogs must be pretty fit then. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are. I just like to get them out and about, especially when the Melbourne weather, you know, starts to look nicer than it has in the last few months. Well, yeah, I mean, the Melbourne weather's great for about 45 minutes, then it closes in in storms again, and then it's 35 degrees and bright, blazing yeah, sun. Yeah, you can really never, you really never know. I just wash my car, and you know, the usual thing, when you wash your car, like it usually rains that day. So I'm just waiting for it. It's sunny right now, but I'm sure it will rain. Yeah, totally. I'm absolutely sure of it. Now, for, for many of the uh, women basketballers, you actually kind of split your time between Australia and the USA, plus you've got the international representation as well. How does that all work? How do you balance your life when you're doing that? You've got dogs. Do they come with you abroad? Oh, no, they definitely don't come with me overseas. That would be a little bit too difficult. Um, so my sister and my mum looks after them when I'm overseas. But um, fortunately, I've got a yeah, good little system there. But, um, I yeah, so I just don't see them for a few months on end. But they always know that I come back, which is great. But I've got them here with me uh, in Melbourne this year. I didn't last year, which sucked. But, yeah, I love having them around. I think they're really great therapy. <laughs> Do you, do you have a little home in the States when you're over there or do you just kind of rent for a few months while you play the league over there? So that's, it's part of my contract, so they have to hook me up with an apartment and a car so I'm not stuck and so I don't pay for any of that. I just literally pay for food and petrol, which is really cool. Fantastic. Yeah. And I, I know that um, you also represent Team Jesus, which um, here at home yes. we're always very excited about. How do you feel, yes. find that your kind of faith intersects with basketball and influences how you play and stuff? Well, I certainly, you know, cover my team in prayer. I listen to worship music a lot. And, 
it's actually really good. This year, I um, my husband and I decided to do like a meditation slash prayer before every game. So we do like 90, 90 seconds of just like, you know, positive thinking of, in silence in the change room without any of the coaches there. And then um, after that, I all hold hands and I lead in prayer. And not everyone is, you know, of the Christian faith, but um, everyone has a faith and it's really great that I can just encourage everyone this is the words that I'm speaking right for a game I don't think some of them realise how powerful it is with the words that I'm saying but everyone really loves it um, I really encourage the girls and talk Jesus all, all over them which is really great That's amazing, so you, you huddle up and you pray over the entire team I pray over the team, I pray over our season, I cover us by the blood of Jesus I do all that, and some of them don't really understand what they love the concepts but like I say to them, like what I'm saying is quite powerful, like you're all good, guys. We've got this. Do you then you speak know? lamentations over the opponent? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't do that. It's all it's all positive stuff. It's not. <laughs> it's not in Lord Smite the wicked. You know who they are. They're on the other side of the court right now. I actually pray for the opposition teams. Like we're at home, I pray for them to get home safe and stuff after the game. Like I, I try and do the right thing. You know, don't want any injuries and stuff. I cover them as well. You don't want to do that kind of stuff. Phenomenal. So, try and do the right thing. <laughs> and I noticed too on um, Instagram, Kayla, that you're uh, you're starting up a like a coaching mentoring program as well. Yeah, I feel like it's really important. I feel like such a there's such a gap in the market. And I feel like young girls miss out all the time. Um, and I'm here, and I want to talk to girls. I want to impact them, and um, you know, maybe talk about faith if they want to ask me questions about it because I'm quite open about it um, as well. So I've already had a couple of girls um, message me through Instagram about that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I, you know, talk to them about God and things like that. And if, it's that, if that's not what they want to talk about, they want to talk about basketball, I'm there too. I've got a lot that I've experienced, the highs and super lows. And it's about having quick bounce backs and just knowing that, you know, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So just really encouraging these young girls to really just be uplifted and just to, to ball out and have fun and play with passion because that's really fun. I reckon that, that that probably early on is one of the most challenging things. You know, there's that kind of age yeah. group, 16 to 20, where you're like, 100% are we are we going to make it? Are we not going to make it? Like I remember, mm-hmm. I, I think I was I got a chance to go down and play at the national schools basketball tournament in like ninety seven, oh, and I watched yeah I watched Lauren put up like sixty. Lauren Jackson put up sixty wow. points, and you're yeah. like she's she's going to go pro, right? Right. But then you realize that she's playing on a whole team of girls and for some of them it may happen and it may not happen. Yeah. And you realize you've thrown all that energy into this sport and it may not come off. What do you what do you say to a person like that? Well, I think that as athletes like you you get and you're able to have um certain skills that people that don't play a sport might not have. So when it comes to like the workforce, you're actually probably have an advantage over a lot of people just because of the skills that you've developed in a team environment. So I don't think that if you don't make it, it's the the end of the world. Of course, like ideally, you know, to be a pro athlete would be, you know, it's it's different and not everyone gets to do it. But um, there's still definitely great things to get out of, you know, being in an athletic environment because like, I think you have an advantage in the workforce. But um, it's about whether you want to apply those and really utilise that, you know what I mean? But um, I just want to encourage these young girls. And people have asked me, is it for girls and boys? And I said, well... It's not limited to girls, but it is for girls, you know what I mean? Like, if a, if a boy wants to come on board and have a chat to me, that's cool, but, like, it really is focused for girls. And, uh, yeah, just to encourage them to, to either ball out or whatever sport they play or, you know, just help them with game tactical things or, you know, um, the off-court stuff, confidence. 
Love it. That's really huge. The amount of mums that come up to me before camp and say, oh, my daughter's lacking confidence, my daughter's lacking confidence. So, you know, to help give people um, strategies to get through that, because I like confidence sometimes. It happens to all of us, I promise you. So I really just try and encourage that, you know, it's not, you're not on an island, you're not the only one that does this. Like, I like confidence sometimes, and this is how I deal with it. So I'm, I'm really excited, actually, to hopefully shift some culture in, in young female athletes. I love it. I mean, honestly, this is part of the reason I'm talking with you is because I want to, you know, my daughter is, you know, going to grow up and be a tall blonde and uh, just put a (laughs) just put a basketball hoop in the backyard. And I'm like, you know, like I want to I want to introduce her to these women who are leading the charge, who are passionate about what they do, but also can kind of live out their faith through whatever field or profession they're involved in, you know, and I think that's really important. yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, like, I've been given this platform, like, you know, no coincidence, like, God's given me this and I'm just using my voice. I've got a pretty big voice. I just use it and I don't, I don't smash it onto anyone unless they ask, but people are aware that that's what I'm about, which is really great. Like, in the basketball world, people know that that's what I'm about, which is really cool. I, I just don't understand how you get all the time for all of this because you're playing in multiple teams in multiple countries and then you're representing Australia, you're doing <laughs> this program, but you've also got your own clothing brand that you've launched. Yeah, so candles and um, clothing, which is all, that's all face-based. I've got like an agape collection, a creation collection, um, and I've got another collection coming out soon. But yeah, my sister helps me run that because I can't make candles because I'm too busy flying everywhere. So she's based in camp. So I just kind of run the socials for that, like, I'm the, I mean, I just kind of direct it, but she, my older sister kind of does everything with that, which is great because she's got, you know, a few young kids, so it helps her to be able to work from home, so that's great little family business, but, um, so yeah, that's been humming for about two and a half years, and then, yeah, I just launched last week my new basketball one, which is not going to be super, super crazy because it's all online, um, and of course, there's an individual workout option, which is more for, like, people in Melbourne right now because that's where I'm based, yeah. but... Um, yeah, honestly, like it's all online, so that's what everything is these days. And I'm always on my phone, so it's really not going to be that much different. But for me, it's about being on my phone and impacting these young girls' lives. So um, if I can do that, then I think that even if just one girl is impacted, and I think I'm, I'm winning. So that's great. Love it. Well, Kayla, it's been an absolute delight getting to talk to you. Thank you so much for you taking too, the time. No worries at all. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.